0: So, hello guys, Rafael de Lima here uh, for episode 5, 5 or 6, I don't even remember. Uh It's been some time, I'm not recording anything, uh, I'm still working on my wine truck. Um, paperwork in Portugal is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It's been very challenging here to... uh do anything that involves town halls or any kind of public authorization. It takes so long, it's unbelievable. Um, But still, things have been fine. Truck is almost ready. I'm almost ready to go around the country uh, and get people to taste Portuguese wine. uh, Which, by the way, I must say... Um, it's unbelievable for the quality of wine you get under 10, 15 euros at the supermarket. It's just unbelievable. I could never see that. For you to have an idea, I worked in a luxury hospitality for the last five, six years uh, in six different countries, worked for the brands like the Ritz-Carlton, Rosewood, Kempinski, Michelin Stars restaurants, and uh, while in London, I took advantage to do the W S E T one uh, in Spirits courses. I'm enrolling for the last level for level four the diploma um this year if everything goes well or at the beginning of nineteen. And for you to have an idea, if you're listening from the United States for what you would buy here for five Euros, which is about seven dollars let's say. In the United States, to get the same quality, you would have to spend maybe about twenty dollars probably it's It's crazy the quality for the and the value that the wine has here in in Portugal. Uh, if you're listening from Switzerland, I lived in Geneva for about eight months. I couldn't find anything below twenty twenty five Swiss francs. And it wouldn't be of great quality. To have this quality, the cheapest I found in Switzerland was about 55 to 60 francs. Which, it's kind of like the same in dollars, roughly. And I just want to have big kudos for Portugal and for the amazing wine they have. Um, I'm taking this time actually to share some very basic wine knowledge with you guys, and I'm not going to tell you which country you should buy from, it's just like some, con- some countries have a better value than others. Uh, but this is not about the country of the wine, it's more about how to evaluate wine on yourself. Now, I live in the north of Portugal, my parents, my brother-in-law, my neighbors reproduce wine for house consumption. And of course, they've been doing things for a long time, like they were taught traditionally by the generations before them. And um I started to realize, as I started to get into wine and it seriously, that people around here, and probably it's a mistake that happens all over the world, they just repeat what they heard without even really checking if that was true or not. So... As quick as possible I'm gonna teach you some things that you can try alone at home so if you either have some wine right now in the fridge or if you're planning on doing this at some point tomorrow or tonight or later another day just grab a glass of wine one white and one red it doesn't matter actually if you have one of each perfect and let's go for it so step number one How do you measure the acidity in wines? So this was one of the number one problems in the hospitality field that I had. And over time, I started to realize that people confuse herbaceous tastes, let's say grass and flavors, with acidity. Acidity is not a flavor. You can't get acidity as a flavor. So, for you to know how much acidity a wine has, high acidity or low acidity, you have to take a sip into your mouth, make it swirl for some time, swallow it, and just next to your, in your, in your, in the gums of your bottom teeth on the side, the more saliva your mouth will create, the higher the acidity is on the wine, that's how you know if the wine has acidity or not. It's not a flavor; it's about how much saliva your mouth creates once you swallowed or you spitted wine. And the more you and a, a, a basic rule for a high acidity level is: the moment you swallow the wine, don't swallow again. Face down, don't close your mouth, and if you drool, normally that's a high acidic wine. And by the way, acidity is needed. Acidity is needed. The more acidity, usually the better. Because that acidity is what makes you crave for another glass of wine. So that's how you measure acidity. How much saliva you create after you swallow the wine. Remember, it is not a flavor, it is not an aroma. If you go to a restaurant and you try a wine, the sommelier asked you, don't say it tastes too acidic, because it's not a flavor and it's not an aroma, okay? And that works. Everything I'm going to tell you works for white and red. There's just one thing that works only for reds, and we're going to talk about it now, which is the tannins. Tannin is a component that you find uh, on wine that makes your upper gums, the gums just on top of your your teeth, your frontal teeth, are is the first part that dries out if the wine has a lot of tannins. So again, let's take a sip of red wine, Let's swirl it around your mouth. And after you swallow it, are your gums on top of your frontal teeth getting dry? Are they getting very dry? The drier they get, the higher the tannins are. So that was about the tannins. Again, careful, because you have bad tannins and you have good tannins. When... Basically speaking and quickly speaking, if the fruit matures properly even though it will have high tannins, the tannins will be matured as well. So even though your gums get dry, it's in a comfortable way and not in a harsh way, let's say. So there you go. You know how to check the acidity level in the wine. You know how to check the tannins level on the wine. And unfortunately, by voice is the only thing I can tell you. If I can leave you another tip, is by yourself, at home, try wines. And when you try wines, try two glasses always. If you're going to drink white, buy two bottles of white and try to drink both. Try to compare both. Smell one, smell the other one. Drink one, drink the other one. And that's how you get to... In Portugal, we have a way of saying, which is... You only know if a woman is ugly, if you have a beautiful one next to her. So with wine, it kind of works that way as well. When you have something next to it, it's easier to get flavors because you can compare one to another. So here you go, guys. Just wanted to share this. Uh, I hope that next time you go to a restaurant or you buy some wine... At home, you have some fun with it. Wine is actually not that complicated. Uh, I'm a very customer-centric person. I'm all about the customer. And even though I love wine, it's not the most important thing in my life, even though it's very important. And I started to realize that sometimes even sommeliers make it hard for some guests. It's not that hard. I hope you get motivated and you try it. Cheers.